welcome to another episode of Hot and Brothered. It's episode number 11. You don't have to come in like that all the time. I'm just saying. You gotta sell people right from the start. We have a cavalcade of just good stuff coming at you. A lot of good stuff. We talk about... What do we uh, talk about? Oh man, we talk about uh, Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, Channing Tatum's abs... Baseball, mm-hmm. MLB trade deadline. Oh my God! Are you so kidding much me? Happened there. This is crazy that we're coming in and giving this pe- these like we're giving people this kind of entertainment. Uh, I mean, it's it's entertain- I mean, would we call it entertainment? It's basically nice white noise. If you're cooking dinner, you're on the treadmill. Just yeah. put us on. You can kind of tune us out for a little bit. Making a nice ravioli. <laughs> yeah, um, we're on iTunes now. Yeah, hot, check us out on iTunes. Hot and brothered. Yeah, um, you know how to spell that. Yeah, just add an ed to brother, um, and then that's and where then you can find an r to bother. Right. Yeah. So don't, <laughs> but so like it's not, it, but we never said it was hot and bothered. It's hot and brother. No, I know, but like you know, like the saying goes, hot uh, and bothered. Right. But so you add an r, and then and an the, ed, and then the ed. You, you'll figure it out. Yeah. You're smart people. We got smart listeners. Um. So and you can find us at uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and email, and email at hot and brothered. So we make it really easy and nice for you guys. So enjoy. The beat of the drums echoes in the pulse beat of the young braves. How we doing? It's always weird. It's always weird. I don't know who's going to go in first. <laughs> I'll let you dive in first. Okay, cool. I dove in. Uh, welcome to Hot and Brothered, episode 11, where we talk about things. Shoot. It's been a week since we did the last one. <laughs> Let's make this a habit, I guess. Yeah, we'll see if this one's any good. Yeah, probably not. Um, So we're on iTunes now. So that happened. Yeah, after like a year. So when you're doing Pilates or you're on that treadmill or something, yep. you can just put us on. And you don't have to go to Podomatic or anything. You just go to no, iTunes. Yeah, it's, it's easy. It's easy. It's simple. It's in your We've phone. We've hand-delivered the podcast to you. Yes. So well, iTunes did a lot of the heavy lifting. We just kind of put yeah, our voices out there. Pretty much. Kind of did our our thing there. Uh, so what's up, man? What's what's going on with you? Oh, man. It's All been right, a crazy down. few days. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. What? It's been a crazy few days. Yeah. No, I bet. Um, <laughs> just uh, MLB trade deadline. Yes. That kind of stuff coming up. Yes, um, we, I want to. I would like to touch on that. We shall touch it. We'll touch all over it, and then we also have some pop culture stuff to talk about as well. Yeah, there's some things going on in, in the world of Hollywood and movie magic. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, I also uh, was catching up on a little Mission Impossible. Yes, me I didn't too. realize how much I liked those movies. Actually, uh, the first one's good. Second one is no bueno. I didn't like the second one, although I got to rewatch it. Just the action sequences are so good. Yes. I don't know what it is. I don't know because you have to be a higher Thetan or something, but he does action scenes so well. Like in the second one where he's on that uh, on the cliffs. Oh, in the second one? In the second one when it starts out and he's on the cliffs yeah. and he's, he's rock climbing and stuff. And, that was kind of cool. And in this one, he's <laughs> hanging from a plane. I don't know. He does things that no normal human can do. And now I'm thinking, you know, maybe there is something to be in a Thetan or something. I don't know. Um. Well, I know Probably not Kat, well, Kat, my girlfriend doesn't like him, so she won't see any of the oh, Mission Impossible. Oh, I'm sorry. On any of the Mission Impossible. I was like, oh, have you seen the first one? She's like, no. I actually never liked, I, I didn't like him for a while. I just didn't think he was that good of an actor. Tom Cruise, right? You're talking about Tom Cruise. Yeah, not, we're talking about Tom not Cruise. Not Bing Rames, right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not Bing Rames. He's, he's in all of those. Yeah, yeah, not not Thandie Newton, no. <laughs> um, I didn't like him for a while, but he makes damn good movies. I can't think of one movie that I thought was horrible. I mean, Vanilla Sky, I thought the actual original one was better. Um, I didn't even know there was an original Vanilla Sky. Yeah, man. There's a whole world out there, really. Shit, I got to... If you kind of just get out, your, get out your comfort zone. That's always everyone's uh, first question. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but is it? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but Last Samurai enjoyed. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, shoot. I mean, obviously, there's the classics, you know. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, Cat did like that one because he dies all the time in it. Oh, okay. So it's a little hate watching. Yeah, she hate watched the fuck out of that, and she. Was I like, just love watched that. That was a great movie. It was it shitty was... title, but it was a great movie. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and I just watched the third one. Have you seen the third one, Mission Impossible? I fell asleep in the theater. I remember this distinctly. I went to the theater, was tired. Oh, you saw it in the theater. Yeah, and uh, my wife had to keep nudging me uh-huh. to wake up because uh-huh. I snored through the whole thing. And before I knew it, the credits were rolling. I was like, whoa, is that... Was that a good movie or was going on? So, yeah, I've never seen it. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that, right? Yeah, no, he was good. He was really good in it. I think he put me to sleep with, during, like, didn't he have, like, a big speech or something like that? Or, like, a, a monologue of well, some sort? The the intro really gets you because, like, he's, like, immediately it's, like, uh, Tom Cruise is in, like, a chair and he's... Oh, shit. Up. So that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. So I fell asleep instantly then. No, I, I actually like that one. The ending is kind of, like, meh for me, but... um. Other than that, I really liked it. Was that that was the J.J. Abrams one, right? Yes, possibly. I believe so he produced this new newest. One, right, apparently. it's a bad robot joint. Yeah, the newest one, and it has like a ninety-seven on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's Ooh. a warm and cuddly reception so for let's go, Ghost let's Protocol. Go, let's go check that one out. I still want to see Vacation. I know we got to talk about sports, but I want to see Vacation. And I know I'm getting hated on because everyone says it's gonna be horrible, and it's 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 gotten horrible reviews. Has it? Yeah, but I, I still uh, want to see it. I like I like Ed Helms and I like sla- I like slapstick. See, that's the thing though. Anything Ed Helms Helms is like not uh, like when he took over for the office. Like the, those ratings tanked as soon as I he think was... people were pretty much over it at that point anyway. Though <laughs> no, I know, um, but I don't know. I just don't like the whole reboot like vacation classic. Like oh, I agree. Uh, we can get it into that. No one asked for it. Ghostbusters later. We have some stuff to talk about about Ghostbusters as uh-huh. well. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Big thing in my life is catching up on Mission Impossible. So that's where I've been. That's good. Saving the world. There you go. One, uh, Netflix thing at a time. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, what's up with you, man? Man. Well, I watched Mission Impossible 3. I've been off for the past few weeks. Yeah. So I got us on iTunes. I did that. Okay. Um, you've been been fiddling around with, uh, with some After Effects. Yeah. uh, That stuff. So I made a lightsaber. So that was cool. We'll post that, that to our Twitter account. Oh, we already posted it to our Instagram account. We posted to Instagram. So for the so five I, people that follow us there, yeah, they were also tell your it. friends yeah, and tell yeah, your friends' yeah. friends. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, you can make lightsabers. Like, what else can you do? Right, right. I was like, well, well I can pretty make much that. that. That's yeah, all I that's, can do. Actually, it ends there. That's but all I've really conquered. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was fun. And then um, really just uh, just messing around, just staying at home. You know, taking care of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Doing stuff and things. Okay. You know? So you got into trouble a little bit here and there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Lot, nudge, lot, nudge, lot say more no drinking, more. You yeah, know, okay. Yeah, that'll happen. But uh, other than that, it's, it's been good. But you've been refreshing your Twitter feed. You've been following the MLB trade deadline. I have. I have. There's. It's kind of hard to follow. I'm. I'm going to wait for ESPN to kind of put all of their eggs in one basket so I can read all of the trades, but there's been just a shit ton of trades uh, going on. It's crazy. It was was a crazy, crazy situation out there. Uh, You have the two wildcard spots, so there's almost double the teams that can vie for a playoff spot right now. So you have people that like the Rangers uh, and Blue Jays who made huge noise in the last couple of days uh, pulling off awesome trades uh, for their organizations. Um, but it was just complete bedlam because Wednesday, two days, two it nights. Bedlam, be- huh? It was complete bedlam. Oh, it was shit. crazy. That sounds wild. yeah. P- the people were rioting in the streets. Yeah, no, I heard about. That. I didn't. Read Buster it, only I took his heard. shirt off. Shit, that's fucking hot. Yeah, Tim Kirkchin whipped it out. Oh man, it was it was insane, man. Yeah, that's that's. I'm surprised they didn't lose their job. What I'm saying that. is is that <laughs> Wednesday, the the like two nights before uh, the trade deadline. Sure. Uh, trade goes down for the Mets. Uh, Wilmer Flores uh, was supposedly getting traded away to the Brewers, and he starts crying in the field. Yes, and that blows that. up all over Twitter. People are asking for you know did, did the he front office's head, huh? Did he get memed? Oh, I, you know what? I actually never looked. I think people felt so bad for him that they didn't really meme him. It did look. It was sad. I was like, oh no, like yeah, there is crying in baseball. Yeah. Um, how long? I mean, I don't know how long he's been with the Mets, but well, he actually hasn't started that many games, and like this was the game they started. Ironically, right? He was gonna. And they're like, he took go the out ball. there. Yeah. And we're gonna trade you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, uh, there was no trade to be had, um, so that backfired on the Mets. Um, but Friday comes, and uh, sometimes the best trade is no trade, and they get Yoenis Cespedes, 
um, which yep. was awesome for the Mets. Um, I think it's a great pickup for them. Uh, sure. Great outfielder, big bat. Um, and even Jerry Seinfeld chimed in uh, as well on yep. Friday afternoon. He tweeted out something like uh, Cespedes for the rest of us. And everyone's like, ah! All of uh, Twitter Seinfeld. was like, yay! Seinfeld references. So they're all just retweeting him with you know Seinfeld quotes and it's gold, Jerry. And that well, that's good. Stuff. I mean, they are how many games out of first or out of the uh, wild card are they? Because they're kind of going all in, kind of like um, I was saying, like the the Blue Jays are pretty much uh, going all in this year. They're they're out of they're like two games out of the wild card. And they went after David Price. They got David Price, who everyone thought was going to go to the Dodgers, but I think the Dodgers kind of... Well, they were one team, own. yeah. yeah. Um, and they also got Troy Tulowitzki, which was huge. Which they didn't need. They have Jose Reyes, and they have a great offense already. They're ranked highly as far as in offensive categories. So people were like, all right, you got Tulo. That's cool. I mean, it was a great pickup. I mean, Tulo's a great bat. He had a home run sure. in his first at-bat with the Blue Jays. Yeah. Um, but... The thing that made them winners in the trade deadline was getting David Price because they needed a front line starter. They yeah. finally got it, um, so they look they look good going forward. They look like a playoff team uh, for the final push here. Um, so Twins beware because um, you have now you have the Orioles and Blue Jays both two back, and then you have the Rays uh, and Tigers three and a half. Th- Tigers are now three and a half back, um, but the they were sellers. Part? Yeah, yeah. So. They don't actually look that bad going forward. They're pitching, losing David Price is suspect. You don't know what Justin Verlander is going to give him the rest of the way. Right. He's been shaky since coming back from from, um, the disabled list. But, you know, he's been better of late. I think his last start he did really well. Yeah. But who knows? They could still make a push even giving up on David Price because they still have a great offense. Um, that can produce. Do you do you like this uh, second wild card team? We're in like what the second year of this? Yes, second or third year? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess we should fact check that. Don't, <laughs> don't throw those things at me, man. No, well, um, I love it. I think we've touched upon this before. It's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome just for the, the fans, but I'm sure the GMs are like fucking shit. Like, can you just? Uh, you yeah, because there's just it. so many more teams that have to get involved at the trade deadline, yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously there's more trades to be had. Because you could still put people on waivers and trade them in August. Um, so this isn't the end-all, be-all. But that being said, this is one of the more exciting trade deadlines that I've seen. No, this um, was this th- was crazy. There was like... There were every... stars going from here. Like Remember when jo- Johnny Cueto left the Reds and now he landed with the Kansas City Royals, right. which they absolutely needed. The Royals are a big winner. Yeah. They got Ben Zobris as well. Um, they're looking good for the They're boss. looking fantastic, and they're already a great team. Um, they're playing Fetty Wap in the in the. Have you heard about that? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a loosey goosey team. I, they're what, a good time. what is a Fetty Wap though? Fetty Wap <laughs> is is a rapper. I was like, oh, and Trap th- they're listening to Fetty Wap. What is a Fetty Wap? Yeah, you just gotta listen to the song, man. It sounds like something you mop your floor with. Okay, maybe it could like be that. A, maybe Fetty Wap's Fetty Mops, or something that you keep on the side of your bed. You just use your Fetty Wap later or something like that? <laughs> for what? I don't know, man. Oh, just for like your own intimate times? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. All right. It's like, honey, let's use the Fetty Wap. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Fetty Wap's easy cleanup. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, so, <laughs> Did I lose your cousin? Your... Yeah, totally. I was talking about Johnny Cueto, and then I have a whole new situation going on. Well, so Johnny Cueto's now in the Royals. Royals look great, but... Um, the Cubs also acquired Dan Heron um, from the Marlins. Do you think the Cubs have any chance of uh, making it? They're a young team. If they don't make it this year, they're fine. I, I think they weren't big uh, buyers or sellers just in the sense that, I mean, there was talk of the Cubs even up until the trade deadline of, and it proved to be false, that they were talking you know, with the Dodgers about Alex Wood or something like that. Um, so they were manning the phones looking for something even bigger. Um I think they have enough to, to make some noise. It's going to be a tight race, especially in the NL, because yeah. you have the Pirates, you have the Giants, um, and to a lesser degree, you have the, the Dodgers, who are tenuously in first place right now. So you have those top three. It's going to be hard for the teams behind them. Yeah. So other than the Cubs, I actually like the Mets. I like the Mets getting Yoenis Cespedes. I love their pitching. Yeah. Um, so I think the Mets, out of anybody, might have a good chance. They're four and a half back. It's going to take a huge push from the Mets. Um, but if any team could surprise, you know, get in the mix there, make some noise, maybe it's the Mets. Um, but as of right now, I do see it staying where it is. I see it being the Dodgers win the NL West or the Giants 
and then the wild card being the Pirates or one of those two in the NL West. Right. So, and right now, I think the Pirates are up like two or three games on the Dodgers and Giants, who are basically neck and neck. Right. So that's that should be fun to watch. I, I mean, not for me. I just want the Dodgers to win. So, did you like what the Dodgers brought to the uh, to the table? Well, Michael, I thought the Dodgers were the big winners. I, you know, I kind of led you in there because <laughs> I know you wrote uh, an article for Forbes magazine, which you guys can all just Google. Forbes online, yes, I totally did. Um, true story. Um, I did. I thought the Dodgers were the big winners. Um, yes, the Blue Jays are up there as well. Um, you have the Astros who came out of nowhere as well, and they have some really. They got Scott Casimir. They got Carlos Gomez right at the end. Uh, the Astros are looking good already, and they have a yeah. big bat for center field. Uh, the Astros are big winners right at the end, too. Uh, Astros are a young team, too. Young so. team. Carlos Correa. Whoo. Just sexy, hot, young team. Yes, yeah, sexy. Um, but <laughs> I don't think enough credit has been going to the Dodgers. And you know me. I'm a huge pessimist when it comes to the Dodgers. I always you know, think it's next year that we're just yeah, one loss which away. It's pro- we're probably next year anyway. Probably. Um, but what they gave up, yes, they gave up Hector Oliveira, but, you know, more of what they gave up was just money, cash, which they're playing with Monopoly money anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Right. What they brought in was huge because a lot of people are out there and like, wow, you guys didn't get David Price. You didn't get Cole Hamels. You didn't get Johnny Cueto. You didn't get anybody else. You didn't get, go and try and get Corey Kluber or something like that. Right. And it's, I think you, people forget that there's, you already have Granky and Kershaw. Yeah. What you need going forward, and you're in the middle of a tight race in the NL West. You need wins now. Yeah. So you we can't go out there. Pl- we need to get to the playoffs. So right now you can push back Brett Anderson to number five if you want, and then you have I would put you know Alex Wood, uh, or if you want to switch it up, you go now Matt La- Latos and then Alex Wood, then Brett Anderson. Now you have now you have an actual rotation. Yeah. Which is scary, and then you added to that a bullpen that was pr- it's pretty good at times, inconsistent at best, but. You add into that Luis Avilon and then Jim Johnson, that's a good bullpen. And then you yeah. have Kenley Jansen rounding it out. And Which Kenley Jansen's been a little shaky of late, but uh, completely. But then you have Jim Johnson who uh, who can close at, at sure. who has been closing for sure. the Braves. Um, at least in this last month, he picked up I think five saves and blew one in July. Yeah. Um, so you have and we still and we still got a prospect in um, Peraza as well. Yeah, 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 and. What's weird about Peraza, he's not really a heavy hitter. Um, from what I hear, he's, he's good with the glove. I don't know too much about him. Um, really heavy, fast guy that can steal bases, which is weird seeing as how the Dodgers are last in stolen bases in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, but what's kind of cool is he's uh, prospected to be or projected to be um, Major League ready by next year. So they're like, oh, you know what? If you don't have to pay the money for, for Kendrick or Rollins, you can go Seager and Peraza next year and go young up the middle who knows yeah we didn't and which was crazy is we actually didn't give up any any of our like big time prospects um you still have arias in and and seager yeah that's all you really need you still have zach lee i guess yeah which Uh, he you know what he'll he got blown up yeah he got blown up but still um you know hopefully he finds his uh his rhythm maybe maybe the moment was just a little too big for him yeah, perhaps. Yeah, that, that poor happens. guy. Yeah, you get out there and <laughs> lights are shining brightly and sure, all sure. that jazz. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Dodgers front to. I mean, as long as they can keep their offense going, and I have worries about their offense more than I now do about their pitching. I think their pitching's set going forward, but they're a very inconsistent bunch. They're not necessarily in the top five as far as runs scored. No, and so. we need a, we need a, a leadoff hitter like pretty bad. Like now. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jock, uh, Jock Peterson and actually Jimmy Rollins just switched uh, roles. So and Jimmy Rollins is not a leadoff hitter at this stage in his career. No, uh, but we just need people to get on and hopefully um, Puig starting to kind of turn it around a little bit. Um, I think so, and I think Jock Peterson will come out of it. I think there's a little hangover from the All Star game. Um, you're pressing a little bit. I think you yeah, know him in his rookie season. Yeah, I think you need to put Ethier out in center for like a couple of games. Let Peterson, you know. Just rejuvenate a little bit or something like that. Yeah. Because he's obviously in a funk. The last game I saw him was a couple days ago where he just, like, struck out two, three times. I think he went for the golden sombrero, and he just looked awful. Yeah. He looked horrible. So He doesn't know what's going on out there. No, not at all. But I think they'll be fine, especially when the pitching, as it as it looks, they're going to keep the runs down. Yeah. So. And actually, uh, the Twins, which is crazy, they, they got off to a hot start at the beginning of this year. 
Um, and they actually just got Kevin Jepsen from the Rays, uh, which is good to add to uh, Glenn Perkins, who is their uh, closer. Um, but I guess their their bullpen's been kind of the really their main point of worry this whole uh, you know these last few months. Um, so you know I I don't know like the Twins. Do you think the Twins have have a shot at going into the playoffs? Like right now they're looking good, but I mean with the the uh, bullpen that they have in Blaine Boyer, Casey Fine, Aaron Thompson. Um, and Brian uh, Dwensing, what do you think of like the Twins going forward? Uh, in, you know, especially in their division and in the uh, um, the American League. Well, I think it's gonna be tough, especially when we talk about all the teams that just anteed up, especially with the Blue Jays coming right from behind them. Because now the Blue Jays, especially in that wild card race, right now in the AL Central, they're eight games back. So I don't see them catching Kansas City, especially with Kansas City just rebooted right. and got that much stronger. So forget but they're looking for that second forget AL Central. Yeah, card. we're talking about the wild card now. Um which is crazy. This is like, you know, a couple of years ago, like teams would be like, Yeah, we're sellers, like we don't have we don't have any reason to like go forward on this. But like now with that second wild card spot, you know, anything can happen. Right. <laughs> the cliche anything can happen. Exactly. Well, I think the Angels are pretty much there. They're they're two games up on the wild card race. Um I I mean, you have the Orioles and Blue Jays right there with the Twins. They bolstered their bullpen, but still I just think what the Blue Jays got was just too much. You're going to I mean, they're going to ride the adrenaline of getting that big marquee names. Um you're going to see that many more wins from David Price. Um, Tula, Tula they didn't really need it at all, but he's going to reinvigorate a, an offense that didn't even need it. Um, so which I, I don't know why they have him leading off, which is weird. Get as many batches as you can from the guy, I guess. But <laughs> it's insane that you have a, you have Tula Whiskey, you have Josh Donaldson out there. Yeah. Uh, you just have home runs galore. That's just a, that's an American league team. Yeah. That's you, what you would like though, is to put him second or third and then have like a leadoff guy to come up. Like what you would want is you'd want Jose Reyes, Reyes leading off, but you can't obviously have right exactly yeah Reyes and Tulo at the same time. Um, so I guess you know to kind of round off this, uh, we've been talking for about twenty minutes here on the uh, old MLB. There's been a lot going on in MLB, but kind of to uh, to round this all off, who do you like going forward in each league, or at least making the wild cards, um, as you as you've kind of been dealing with some of the MLB trades that have been going on. Um, as far as the American League, like I just said, I think uh, when it comes down to it, you're going to see the Angels uh, and Blue Jays okay. um, take those. Um, as far as the National League, I still say it's the Pirates all the way. Um, and aside from that, it's going to be one of the NL West teams. So it's going to be the Giants and Dodgers. They're going to they're going to go down to the wire. That's going to be fun in the NL West because I think the Giants getting Mike Leak was actually a really good pickup. Yeah. They need someone who can eat innings and get wins, and he's actually very good away from um, the Reds' ballpark. So he's going to be a different pitcher, especially uh, within the fine, uh, confines of AT and T. So it's going to be one of those two teams. Um, yeah. That's how I see it. Hold on to your butts, huh? Right? Hold on to your butts. Are you going to watch the um, Correa-Rousey fight this weekend? Uh, I hope so. Did you see their uh, the uh, the weigh-in? No, I didn't. What happened? Oh, well, it was just intense. You just yeah. got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I can't reenact it with you. Okay. Or, or we can, but I mean, maybe off, I mean, uh, off you mic. Know, yeah, off, off podcast. Off podcast. Yeah, dude, I definitely want to see it. Um, She's like one of my favorite fighters, boxing, MMA, whatever. Uh, she's one of my favorite athletes. What so. I don't understand real quick, I not that I'm like a huge MMA, you know, whatever uh, genius or anything, but uh, what I don't understand is all of her fight, fights, um, like all the opponents just like rush after her and that plays right into Rousey's hands. Like she's a judo, so she knows how to like get your weight and like take your basically center of gravity and just throw it wherever she wants i think she's a jack of all trades but she's actually a master of quite a lot of them so right. it, it's hard for other mma fighters and i've been saying this for years a lot of mma fighters aren't exactly the best boxers either so right. it depends on the fighter obviously from fight to fight but i think they just take their medicine they're like you know what i can either mix it up with her instantly or sit back and it's, it's going to end up on the ground either way 
So, but yeah, yeah I agree with you. I think. I mean, it, she and she. I mean, she grew up training in judo, which is basically you're just throwing people, and. Uh, then you're I mean, thrown right into it immediately. Yeah, too. and I'm just like, I'm like, why are you rushing after her? Like, just go to the center of the ring and like stay there and like try and pick your spots instead of just like rushing after her. Because once you do that, it's over. Like she'll she'll just grab you, throw you over her shoulder, and then just basically armbar you. Well, the thing you, that's kind of done. yeah. Well, the thing that's kind of weird is she keeps she's like the biggest draw MMA has right now. Right. I mean, that's which why is I weird because she's very Tyson esque because most of her fights end in less than thirty seconds as well. Um, I think the average is I forget it was something crazy, but yeah. people are still going to buy this. I would still want to see that kind of the spectacle of it, but then you also get great undercards. So I think that's where UFC beats boxing is you have you can you know you're going to have at least one or two really good undercards. Yeah, yeah. As opposed You'll to have boxing where and shit. yeah. So I think even just to see the spectacle of what happens or what could happen could she be, get taken down um, is enough. To, to get a pay-per-view. Yeah, and all the pre-fight, like, Correa just talking her mouth, talking about, like, Rousey's dad and all that stuff. Like, I think Rousey's, like... I mean, this could be built up more, but I think Rousey is pretty pissed about the whole situation. And Correa's actually uh, defeated all the um, other uh, women in uh, Rousey's team. I forgot the name of her team, but there's like three or four women on that she Ru trains with and that she trains yeah. with, yeah. and she, and Correa's beaten all of them. And so Rousey's like, "All right, Mama Bear's got to like do her shit." And I think, I mean, I'm not a fighter or anything. I mean, I've played. <laughs> You're not I've, a fighter. I've played fight night and stuff like that. I've oh played. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well, and then you put it down after one fight because it was too hard. Well, yeah, 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 I get bored with it though. Yeah, but you want to psych yourself up. So I think even if. As Correa said, you know, oh, I didn't know about that, even though, you know, who knows if she did or not, you know, about her, her comments about her father or whatever. Um, either way, Rousey was going to use that for fuel, no yep. matter what. So, uh, yeah, I just think that's something fighters do, too. I just, I just want to see two women just go at it. Yep. I mean, and, you know, I can go on the Internet and look that up. But, but you'd rather pay sixty dollars for pay it. Sixty bucks and watch that. You yeah, know? sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. So, uh, so yeah. So I, you know what? Let's just let's just cut it right there. Let's just cut it right there. Oh Jesus! Oh wait, here we go. Okay, we're, now now we're good. Okay. God, our whole technical. Team, it's getting better though. Our, I gotta. Do I have to fire someone? Yeah, you gotta let somebody go. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to, with Hot Brother after you hear this song. <laughs> it's my turn to come on in, and I uh, kind of screamed into the mic there. I'm yeah, sorry. Calmed. You you come in way too hot. Just I get hot. excited. You do get excited. That's I like that about you. I'm though. an excitable person. Um, we are back uh, with the pop culture segment of yeah, our this of our show. Sometimes. Uh, notice your shirts off. That was nice. Yeah, nice and it had to be done. Plus. It's really hot in your room here. But I have the AC on. But the I don't I guess think you do. I think by AC here. on, it's. Uh, it's not, I think, is the status of the AC right now. You want me to put on the fan? Because I'll put on the fan. No, man. I no, think you, I'm good. I, I like sure? to I like to schwitz while we're... Um, yeah, sweat it out. Sweat out all the toxins. Yeah, man. All the toxins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get yeah. all of those toxins. I had jack-in-the-box today, so... Oh, you got a lot of toxins and jack-in-the-box, Gabriel. What have I been telling you? Yeah, so I got this is my workout is actually just sweating in your room here. So yeah. But, that's as um, far as it'll go. Wait, what did you have from jack-in-the-box? I had the uh, chicken strips. Yeah, and curly good. curly fries. Those are good. You always got to get the curly fries. Regular fries just don't. I do would have slapped on had I been, you know, feeling a little squirrely. I would have slapped on like a uh, jumbo jack with sourdough bread. Yeah, if you're really hungry. So it's like a sourdough jack, but way cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Without the bacon, you just wanted the snack. Yeah, for the ride home. If yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. But I didn't because I'm going light and tight, right and tight. What I liked though about Jack in the Box though is how they uh, a few years ago tried to like 
uh, get me all involved in their fry, uh, new fries, you know, like they're crispier and crunchier and stuff. I thought that was Burger King. No, Carl's Jr. did the same thing. <laughs> Jack in the Box fucking uh, came out with their shit and they were like, oh, our fries are like better and like we like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm still going to get the curly fries. No, yeah, it's all about curly fries. Curly what are they fries? doing? Yeah. No, they're uh, And they're just trying they're to glom bar- on with what Burger King was doing with their joint? That's <laughs> yeah. stupid. You're, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, exactly. I do like their international tree. menu. When you go there, you can get the uh, the tacos. You can get the egg rolls. Um, that's as far as I've gone on their international menu. Um, yeah, you can get their Junior Jack. Uh, no, they. I mean, they have a delicious international menu. And, they almost have too many things on their menu. Like, I don't think the chef back there is actually that you know well versed in that many culinary. Be, what if he he started at like a five star restaurant or a, like a three star Michelin? But to you be know, able to like exquisitely then, present a taco <laughs> and an egg roll and a, a hamburger, I don't know. They're doing great. I'm things a little incredulous at what Jumbo Jack, uh, what Jack in the Box is doing over there. Well, you know, they're they're doing great things. I still I still love them. Uh, late night, Jack and the Crystal is great. Late night, um, just not for like an actual dinner. It's just more of a drunk food type of thing. Yeah. But I want to get into X Men. Well, not X-Men, really Gambit. Um, so some news just came out, just broke, that uh, Channing Tatum might not be um, Gambit anymore. He might not be Gambit. Wait, Han, before before you say anything, I want to get us there. Let oh, me just okay. get you there, okay? Get, get me there. Let me let me just get you there. You Everyone. got me there halfway, so get me there all the way. All right, just hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Just let it finish. Let it climax. All right, that, that that was enough. But you get the picture. Now you're there. Are you there? I'm completely there. Are you back in like seventh, eighth grade after school watching X Men? I thought it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Actually, I feel like they brought it uh, after school too. After school was Animaniacs, Tiny, Tiny Toons, yes, and Batman. Yes, so yes, I don't yes. know what you're coming with right now. All right, you know what? I'm, I I forget back. Although in the day. that was Fox, I think maybe CW had X Men for a little bit. I don't know. No, Warner Brothers had Animaniacs and stuff. So that was but the, was it on Fox or the CW, the WWC? That was the WWB. That was WWB. Yeah, you're right. That was Channel Five. That was WC. Okay, it's been a while. Yeah, Warner Brothers. No, I think you're right. I think that was that was Saturday night. No, it's Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Saturday night was a whole other thing. Yeah, that was that was bedtime actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so Gambit apparently. Uh, he is not uh, Channing Tatum is not going to be Gambit anymore. Oh no! Um, but to me, I was like, yeah, I wasn't really clamoring for Channing Tatum as Gambit. Like, first of all, I don't think I've heard Channing Tatum do any sort of impression of another culture. Like, I couldn't. I don't know. Maybe he he would surprise me, but I don't know if he can do Cajun. And also be like that, like kind of, you know, charming, you know, debonair type of like. Well, I guess or... in Magic Mike, I mean, I watched that briefly. Don't my, my act. wife, my Don't wife. Act. No, I did. I watched it. I, dude, I'm all about it. Um, my wife, uh, and uh, my wife, my wife and her cousin watched it, and I was in the room, and I was like, oh, I'll watch some of this, and. The action sequences were great. It was like Mission Impossible, man. It was. You, are you talking lots about the dancing sequences? Yeah, everything, man. Dancing, that, that is dancing. There's. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about the action. There no. was no action. Really. Well, that's what I call it. Not the, that I've seen it. But no, no, no. no, no. I'm saying the dancing was so done so well that it was an action sequence. Like he does his own stunts in that movie, dude. Well, those abs were CGI'd. They had to be. They had to be because no human has those. Yeah. I don't think. I'm not sure. Yeah. Great, just great effects all around. Yeah, uh, the the movie was horrible though. I had to, sure. I, I actually left the room because of the the plot and the movie was getting kind of depressing. So um, yeah, it was just a really shitty movie. Um, but dude, the dancing sequences, dude, that guy can move. So if Gambit was gonna like double or like moonlight as a stripper, 
Yes, I'm all for okay. Channing Tatum being. That. I don't know if that's a direction they were gonna like. That's not in the comics. Possibly not. That's not in the comics. Possibly not. But you know, you never know. You never know. Um, but I was never clamoring for Channing. I wasn't like, oh, that sucks. Like he's perfect. No, I mean, my whole thing is I don't understand why that, Gambit hasn't played a huge, a big, a bigger role in the X Men universe as we've seen it. We've had like how many movies? Yeah, and um, actually, he's the love interest uh, for Rogue and throughout the comics. Uh, him and Rogue have like this kind of thing going on, and and at first, actually, Gambit uh, supposedly it was kind of just maybe he was just kind of like being flirtatious because he's kind of flirtatious with all the the women characters, <laughs> as are all Cajuns. Come sure, on, right? Now, right? Uh, Let's well, be honest. It was a hard C on the Cajuns. Um, <laughs> uh, but then it kind of it evolved into this thing where he's like basically the love interest, um, or she was the love interest for him. Uh, for you know, quite a while, that was is basically as long running as Cyclops and uh, Jean Grey are. You know, love interests is uh, Rogan and Gambit are basically um, love interests as well. But uh, so yeah, I, that actually took me by surprise. And you know, in the in the that newest Wolverine movie, um, Taylor Kitsch plays Gambit. And actually, I gotta tell you one thing. If I can just can I speak my mind? Go for it, man. You have the mic. I actually didn't mind Taylor Kitsch's um, Gambit. I thought he did kind of a, a decent job with it, considering the writing and and the movie direction. I think like why not give him another shot if you're gonna do a Gambit movie and just see what he does with it with be- maybe possibly better writing and better directors. Well, it sounds, and I'm trying to remember whether Wolverine, where it is chronologically with the flashbacks, the the the, the time travel is. So I don't know if they're would, all over the board. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know they're where he would fall, and it would be a different character or a different gambit because of how things worked out in the past, in the Days of Future Past. So I don't know if that works out, but that's nitpicking there. Yes, I agree with you. I thought he did a great job considering how small a role he did because yeah. he had essentially one scene or one elongated scene, yeah, uh, one good fight scene, and then we're like, oh, you know, you get to see what Gambit could do. Um, with the playing cards and all that, and then yeah. he comes and you know, spoiler saves Wolverine and all this good stuff. But and I, you know, I don't think it, it's all said and done. I mean, there, I think there's still a possibility they get like some sort of deal made or whatever. But especially since uh, I guess Channing Tatum at, at Comic Con, he came out with all the X Men when they came out for their panel. Channing Tatum came out as well, not as Gambit. He wasn't like dressed up as. Gambit. But that was the yes. He was dressed up as Tan- Channing Tatum. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he came out as if he was going to be Gab- Gambit at some point, um, which is you know crazy because like you know he put they put a lot of eggs in that basket and uh, I think he's also been doing like he's been uh, learning card tricks from certain like uh, you know magicians and, and card card aficionados what have you. Um, so yeah, I, you know what it's, uh, to me, actually, I'm just like kind of whatever. Cause for me, I, Gambit was never like a big integral part to my, uh, you know, cartoon slash comic book growing up, but, um, it would be good to have like someone like dedicated to that role because yeah, I think Gambit can be pretty awesome if you put him in the X-Men universe. Well, I don't think it's, I mean, it's huge to lose out on Channing Tatum only in the sense like you were saying that he's been training with cards and they probably have a script written in mind for Channing Tatum or they have it ready, productions ready to go in. Maybe, I think it was supposed to be a couple months from now or something like that. But you look at something like Back to the Future where uh, Michael J. Fox went in for Eric Stoltz and was just, it was seamless and he did it right on the spot. So I don't think it's that huge in the sense that they have to delay production. People are like, oh, now they're not going to meet the deadline of when the Gambit movie can come out. I think if they find a good enough actor. Maybe, I don't know. They find a good enough actor, you still have a couple months, I mean, to to read the script and kind of just delve into the part. Um, one person that's huge on the internet right now that people are saying could be Gambit is Josh Holloway from Lost. That would be um, Sawyer. Pretty good. He has the inflection down. He's sexy as a mother. Oh my god. Get um, out of here. Well, depending on the mother. Right, but were you were you a Sawyer guy or were you a uh, um, uh, uh, God Doctor Dude Face from Yeah uh, Doctor Dude? Why can't, I fucking <laughs> seen Lost twice now. I've I've ran through Lost twice. Why can't I just remember his name? I don't know, man. I, I can't either. Right now, I'm blanking Dude, on this fucking character. You're, you're, you're already on the internet. So just get there. Get there quicker than where what you are now. Jack Shepard. God damn it! Why didn't I know Jack Shepard? Yes, Jack Shepard. Um, 
Who were you, Jack or Sawyer? Well, I was always a Jason Priestley right, guy. Sh- <laughs> During that to I was always a Jason Priestley guy. Okay, so you were yeah. definitely a Sawyer. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Jack Sh- Shepard. Jack yes. Shepard. Yeah, I, 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 for some reason, I'm, I'm the the goody goody guy. Um, Sawyer had a little bit of bad in him, um, even though he was a good guy. But um, Josh Holloway in Lost was essentially, you know, put a cloak on him and get him some cards, and he was essentially Gambit anyway. He's so. charming as all hell. Very charming. Um, he has that dark, brooding kind of thing. Just in the it in, depends in the on background. what era they want to put Gambit in, though, because if it's like if they want to put Gambit, I think in the older, like with Wolverine and like the the Sir Patrick Stewart and Ian Mc, uh, McKellen, you know, X Men universe. Uh, then you go with like a Josh Holloway who is. He's I wouldn't say he's old, but he's he's older. I don't think he could fit with this younger cast. Because uh, the younger cast is, I think, looks much younger than Josh Holloway. Uh, you know, you got your James McAvoy and, um, you know, Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique and all that stuff. So I don't know if you... Yeah, he's 46. So it would be a definitely an older Gambit. So yeah. at this point, you know, go with an, an actor we, we haven't even thought of right now, and a younger one. I'm fine with that. Um, I, I still don't think it's a big deal. I th- it's a huge deal losing on Jenny Tatum, especially when you put all your cards, you know, no pun intended, in on Jenny Tatum, and then he leaves as far as being the featured actor, and he wants, I guess, to be a producer possibly or something like that on the movie, or sure, he wants to be behind the scenes. Apparently, everyone um, wants to be a producer on the movie so they get right mad bank too. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if you have a couple of months before production was supposed to start anyway. Take a couple weeks, make your pick, and just have them dive straight into it. I don't. I think it's not going to be as bad. You saw Ant Man, how it came out, and they lost um, what's his Edgar name? Wright. Yeah, they they the lost director. Edgar Wright, the director, halfway through it, and it still came out. I enjoyed Ant Man, and people were saying across the board it hasn't been making that much money, but people were saying across the board it's a good movie, it's a solid movie. Yeah, and the thing is though is like Ant Man isn't really like. A well-known character. He's not Iron Man. He's not Captain America. You and know? I think Gambit falls not as much as Ant Man, but it falls largely within that. Where he already hasn't had a, a huge movie. He already hasn't had played a, a huge part in the X Men universe in sure. the film versions. Yeah, um, I mean, so he had that one part in the Wolverine origin, small part. So you're coming from a largely blank slate where people, if you're reintroducing this character as Gambit, people will be all in anyway. I think. Um, I think they'll be fine. I don't think it's it's a huge loss of Channing Tatum because I wasn't already sold on him as being Gambit anyway. Yeah, I I mean for me, Channing Tatum kind of just does the same type of character in the same all the same movies. Like I don't, not to say he's like a shitty actor, but I you know in um, in Twenty One Jump Street, he kind of plays like this this he kind of plays an exaggerated version maybe of himself and then i i don't know like in magic mike i don't see him he always has like the same tone i think that's what it is like he always has like the same kind of monotone delivery for me and so i don't see him like being the charming cajun that i think uh gambit should be but you know what whatever if he if he does it i'm it's not like i'm not gonna go see it you know? no i agree i you agree yeah. uh some other news though like we have um we have uh, Spider-Man is uh, coming out, and um, so there's rumors that he's going to be in Civil War, and actually, it's it's actually been confirmed he's going to be in the um, Captain America Civil War. So beautiful, beautiful. That'll be actually fun. That's crazy how all of that transpired. Sony and um, Marvel were kind of, you know, I know, like... In the comics, you know, Marvel has all of, like, Spider-Man and the X-Men and everything, but Sony has, like, all these rights and all these, like, crazy... There's all these, like, technical lawyer terms, I think, going on, but, like, finally, I think it's kind of cool that we'll get to see Spider-Man with the Avengers, which he's been kind of a big part of uh, throughout the comics. Um, So I think it'll be good to have that, and apparently rumored is uh, in the new... uh, I think in the next Spider-Man or in Captain America, no, in the next Spider-Man, apparently um, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. is supposed to be in that. So that should be pretty awesome. Sick. Yeah, well, I think it's 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 obviously less of a case of uh, executives saying, oh, you know, let's give the people what they want and more that they've seen a floundering franchise in Spider-Man. Um, 
Which with, I don't think they had to reboot. They at didn't all. have to reboot at all. I think they were trying to cash in on what Marvel was doing at the same time that they had this huge character. Hey, let's get Spider Man back out there. Um, and they didn't need to reboot it, and it floundered after a while. I think people got, you know, just tired of it. Um, and it, Sony just doesn't have, as far as comic book heroes are concerned, kind of the cachet Marvel does at the moment. So I think they said, you know what, let's give it to Marvel. Let's recoup some of the benefits and the finances from that deal, whatever it might be, um, and go from there. Because I think they're going to make more money just from this than they would putting Andrew Garfield out there again. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's good to have like the the younger. I mean, even though they all kind of start in like high school, like it's good to have that actual teenage. And the rumors are he's supposed to be funny too. I think that's. I think. I, and actually, I don't know if you've seen The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, but they kind of tried to start doing that with him because uh, he has some like kind of funny one-liners or whatever, and he's a little more sassy in, in uh, The Amazing Spider-Man than he was in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Spider-Man. What do you got? I don't know how you would say Spider-Mans. that. Spider-Man's. Yeah, for our purposes, it's Spider-Man's. Spider-Man's. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Like For me, Spider-Man is just kind of like... Listen, I think if you want to bring him back, you have to like put in like some big stars next to him. You have to put in like a Captain America or Thor or Iron Man next to him so that people come in and are like, oh, shit, like it's all part of the same universe. Let's see what what they're doing with this. And then build off from there. I, I think that's kind of what has been going on. You get a little taste of some some you know, especially with Spider-Man now, if you're going to reboot it. Yeah. Is let's get a taste of what he's like amongst other stars and proven characters in the film universe. And then, okay, we'll build out from there. Yeah. So I think they're, they'll bring him in civil war and then he'll have his own, um, movie, uh, you know, probably a few years afterwards or something. Um, but then what else we got, but we also have, uh, in, in the movie news, uh, wonder woman and justice league, they have shooting dates, um, actually, Wonder Woman, it's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, a, a female director, nice. which is pretty awesome. And actually, Patty Jenkins uh, was um, she was actually kind of cast aside by Marvel. Um, and I, I, I kind of forget how the story went, but I think she was supposed to direct a Marvel movie. And then that kind of just fell through. And so DC was like, all right, we'll get Patty Jenkins and... Um, We'll we'll pick her up for uh, Wonder Woman, and it's kind of cool to have now see Wonder Woman have her own kind of um, you know her own movie. Like it's like this is a this is crazy. Like I don't think I ever thought that I would see a Superman and Batman in the same live action movie, and yep. then and then you see a a trailer with Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. You know, like basically the holy trinity. It's of finally DC. happening. Yeah, exactly, and it's all thanks to Marvel. Because if Marvel doesn't have that success, then DC doesn't come out and say, "Oh, we can actually make the Justice League," which seems yeah. so preposterous now. Thinking back, like, why didn't you guys do this fifteen years ago or get it set up? And it seems like they're still kind of half-assed about. I mean, not half-assed, but like they don't. They're going kind of a different route with Marvel, whereas Marvel has, um, I, I think his name's Kevin Feige who is uh he's kind of like like the head of all the Marvel movies like he watches everything he gives notes on everything and he's kind of like the end all be all like you can do this you can't do this like he's kind of like the the brain around all the Marvel movies whereas DC doesn't really have that Zack Snyder's kind of taking up that role um but what what DC is doing different than Marvel is that DC is kind of giving their directors more room to breathe, whereas, and and it's actually been shown with like Joss Whedon, some of the other directors, especially Edgar Wright, uh, they, um, Marvel's kind of been like, kind of like tying their their uh, their directors like uh, you know, kind of like you know hamstringing them like they 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 don't have a lot of freedom to do whatever they want. Like, they have to do these, like, they get notes, I'm sure, and they have to, like, do all these notes. And then, you know, basically they don't get to make the movie they want at Marvel is what I'm kind of, like, getting from some of these, you know, blogs and websites. Whereas DC is kind of like, make the fucking best movie you want. These are, like, the only stipulations we have. Like, it all has to be in the same universe, which is kind of cool. It could get a little It's cool for the director and the producers and, 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 and film runners 
that are making the movie, but it's not necessarily cool for the fans because you have this blueprint over at Marvel. Yes, you're hamstrung a little bit as a filmmaker, but in the end, it all makes sense. And as we're entering the uh, phase three for Marvel, you've looked, it's worked. Yeah. The first two phases, it's completely worked. As they're like, we have to follow this. This has to happen. Go ahead and make the movie, but it has to follow this kind of plot line. It's worked tremendously. Sure. So I don't want, hopefully, what DC's not doing, um, if they're not doing it as Marvel's doing, hopefully it doesn't go out there and in five years we're like, yeah, we have no idea where the fuck this went. Like, this was crazy. It just kind of went awry. I mean, yeah, I think I think everything... Uh, I think all the DC movies, like they're probably just telling them, like you know, everything has to be grounded, has to be more realistic, darker. I would say, um, especially with this Batman versus Superman, and then you saw the uh, Suicide Squad um, trailer, which is definitely dark too. And it, what I kind of like is it, it doesn't have the same feel as like the Zack Snyder movie. Like it, it kind of looks the same. Whereas if you, I think right now if you look at any Marvel movie, you're like, that's a Marvel movie. Whereas you look at like at a, a DC movie, you're like, oh, okay, I know who directed that movie. Yes, it's it's a DC movie because it has Suicide Suicide Squad on it, but I think each director is bringing their own thing to it, which I kind of enjoy. But I hope that they still keep some rules and boundaries to it. You know, like I still. I'm hoping like they they give their directors a little more room to breathe, which I think they're doing. But I still hope that they kind of keep within the same. I hope they have like an overall, you know, process. I hope they have like an end goal. Really. Yeah. Because I don't know. I they might just be like, just keep making movies and you know make sure we just use the same cast. Like that would be not a good way of doing it. But one little. Uh kind of tidbit and no idea where this is going to go in is is between the DC and Marvel universes which is kind of cool is Rachel McAdams and it's fun to see actors be fans themselves is uh, apparently she's up for a role in Doctor Strange um with uh Benedict Cumbersniffles No, Benedizzled uh Benedict Cumbersniffles, yeah. Cumbersniggins. Yes. Yeah. Um but apparently and I don't know if the rumors are true she's holding out for possibly a role as Black Orchid, which is a DC character uh, that I don't t- know too much about, um, whether or not they're even going to make a movie of that or, or what have you. But I guess she doesn't want to put her eggs all in Marvel basket and be like, shit, I missed out on being my dream of being a DC character, which sure. is kind of cool. Yeah. Is, you know, that could work both ways as people are like, oh, I, could, I grew up a Marvel fan, which is kind of cool to see is some of these actors getting to play parts that they actually read um, when they were younger. So... It's kind of cool to see that they actually care about this kind of stuff. No, I mean, that's I think that's a lot of actors' dreams, uh, you know, especially if they grew up reading comics or having any sort of like comic, you know, uh, you know, bringing uh, brought up and reading certain comic books or anything. But like, I think that's pretty awesome, like, you know, to like be able to like do exactly what, um, you know, your childhood self wanted to do kind of thing. Um, but speaking of childhood, my favorite cartoon. Let me just let me just uh, get you there. Let me get you there again, real quick. Hold on. This will kind of be our last subject here, maybe. I don't know. I just like talking about all this stuff. So they're making a new Thundercats movie. <laughs> I'll be Lionel. <laughs> uh, Lionel. No, what's uh, what's the uh, what's the little guy's snarf? Snarf. <laughs> snarf. Um. So actually, Hooter. <laughs> Hooter. Uh. So you know they're making a new Ghostbuster movie. All heard? Did you have you heard about this? Yes, I've heard. Um. So there's been a lot of rumors actually, and and um. Kind of the breakdown is is apparently Sony, and I think Sony is doing Ghostbusters. Um, you know they're making the the new Ghostbusters with an all female cast. So there's four new females, uh, which you know is going to come out in uh, July twenty second, twenty sixteen is when it comes out. So that's for sure. 
Um, and then there's been a lot of speculation that Chris Pratt and our boy Channing Tatum, who we've been talking so much about, mm. um, they are supposed to helm another Ghostbusters movie, which should is supposed to be in the same quote unquote universe. Um, and there's I thought a, it was a different universe. Okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. So it's supposed to be in the same universe. Uh, so there's been a lot of rumors about that movie. And then um, Ivan Reitman just recently came out and said, like, hey, there's been a lot of uh, talk about all this other extracurricular activity and stuff. But basically, and I'm just paraphrasing him, okay? Uh, but basically, he said, you know, right now, this is the only movie that's coming out. You know, everything else is just white noise, basically. Um, so first off, Gabriel... What do you think about this? Uh, and we haven't talked about this at all. What do you think about this new female, all-female cast? Do you like it? Do you like that they're rebooting? Or not Not so much rebooting, but I guess it would be like a kind of a sequel. And so that I, th I think they're, they're kind of keeping, like they're making known that the other Ghostbusters came before them. But there's like a whole nother like... There's a new generation, and there's a need for some busting of ghosts. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I love it. I th I think uh, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy are hilarious. Um, I absolutely loved Bridesmaids. I thought that was awesome, which Paul Fig did. Um, I didn't see Spy, and that's something I've been wanting to watch. That's one of the summer movies that I had pegged. I just haven't seen it yet, and it's getting great. It's gotten great reviews. Sure. Apparently, it's hilarious. Um, so I think it has all it's the recipe for great success as far as being a hilarious movie um not just rebooting it but rebooting it from a different kind of vantage point um and actually you know just having some new blood in there would be hilarious so i'm, I'm looking forward to it i think it's gonna be awesome and just seeing a little bit of the the clips they've showed the proton packs in in images they've showed uh ecto-1 in images and they're Similar but different, obviously. So I think you're, it, it might be some of the same in this movie where you're going to harken back to the original uh, movies, um, which are classics. Um, and I am including Ghostbusters 2 in that because... I, I still like Ghostbusters. I love people, Vigo. It's Vigo. People don't like Ghostbusters 2, which is And those people are ridiculous. stupid, Michael. They are stupid. They are stupid. They are dumb. Because it's a fun movie. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, I like that. I don't... I didn't like the fact that you were saying that they were thinking of... Chris Pratt and Channing Tatum for another f male reboot because I it just it's almost it's it's as Too bad much. it's worse than rebooting Spider Man again like four years after you had the last Tobey Maguire one or whatever how many years it was sure. later it's it's doing it at the same time and you don't need it it's just it's going to oversaturate the market until you told me that it's possibly going to have like a, some sort of crossover or like a different universe thing or something or so something like that I mean no one knows the Actually, no one knows the story for any of these um, uh, movies, but apparently uh, Drew Pierce, who um, I think he wrote, actually he wrote, uh, he, he co-wrote or, or wrote the uh, the new Mission Impossible movie that we talked about earlier, um, but he uh, has been writing for Ghostbusters, and uh, he was talking about how he has this like big idea to like bring about and he didn't explain what his big idea was because obviously you know he doesn't want to spoil anything but um he had this big idea to bring like the two uh universes basically together so it's you know all this one thing so i think he's he actually has been doing some pre-production some writing work on the next ghostbusters movie even after the Kristen wig thing um Kristen wig uh you know all the all the female cast right um so, that being said, apparently Drew Pierce, who's been writing on the Ghostbusters, has been saying that there's going to be another Ghostbusters with Chris Pratt and um, Channing Tatum. And then Ivan Reitman's coming in and saying, like, no, we only have one. I don't know what everyone's talking about. Um, I think Ivan Reitman's kind of maybe lying or maybe just like... You're calling of, him a liar I'm right calling, now, I'm a bald-faced liar. liar. Okay. I'm a big, fat liar. Um, I That would be... Okay, so I don't, I, I, I that's the back. thing is like I don't I don't know what these what these are these stories are about, and actually I don't even know if we really need um, a second movie with Channing Tatum and Chris Pratt. I I love Chris Pratt, Channing Tatum. I like I've said before, he actually might do well in this 
genre where he doesn't have to act like another culture or another whatever, but I don't know. Well, um, I I hate the idea of a male another male one as you're doing uh, another version, and I hate to say it a female version. It's just another Ghostbusters. You're just doing another Ghostbusters movie. Why have another Ghostbusters movie at the same time or a couple years later? I think it's dumb, and I hate it so much that the only reason I'm on board is if they did something that was crazy, where it was a crossover universe and some sort of um, you know. crazy ghost thing happens or paranormal thing happens and they need both of them exactly then i'm like oh okay that's pretty awesome i would hope that it would be something more along the lines where they would bring in and it would be the paul fig version and then it would just be peppered with channing tatum chris pratt type of characters um it wouldn't be a standalone movie of itself i just think it's just there's no reason for it um and then to further that i just don't see channing tatum and chris pratt being Ghostbusters. I think that, and I was talking to you about this earlier, the thing I loved about the first Ghostbusters is none of them, they were just funny dudes, obviously comedians, none of which you would peg to be superheroes, but their, you know, brilliance as far as what was going on in the paranormal yeah. and just random hijinks made them superheroes. Sure. Um, Channy Tatum doesn't really fit into that. Of course, you could say that, you know, with 21 Drum Street, 22 Jump Street, he kind of, he's played the comedian role already. Um, but I don't see him as a comedic actor per se. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, Chris I, Pratt, I'm yeah. all all on board for. Um, I just don't see why you need to pony up with Channing Tatum and something like this. But uh, who knows? Well, for me, I I mean, I even have issues with um, the Paul Feig directed Ghostbusters, not with the the actresses that they have or the characters. I just think like. Why are we why are we rebooting a classic? Like why why are we doing all of this again? Like I I know from like I guess an executive standpoint like it's all about money and dollar signs. Like people will flock to the theaters cuz it's Ghostbusters. Um but for me I'm just like why why don't we just have like another movie call it something else and let it be its own classic instead of just like because it's easier michael you could slap total recall on it you can slap judge dread on it and people will go see it so apparently judge dread was actually good i haven't seen that yet um but total recall wasn't great it wasn't a classic i think any uh, robocop sucked i couldn't even actually finish that um and there's been a lot of like reboots that like teenage mutant ninja turtles I didn't see that, but you saw that. No, I saw the first 20 minutes, and I had to turn it off because the, the script was horrible. The screenplay was bad. Megan Fox was horrible. And I actually preferred the you know the costumed version of the 90s. The one thing I will say is that it seems like with these with this Ghostbusters, with you, you, you cast Kristen Wiig, and you cast um, What's-Her-Face from Spy? Melissa McCarthy. Yes. And you have Paul Feig, and... It seems like they are trying their best to make this a fucking funny movie um worth watching and and, and you know I'm going to watch it like I'll like I'm all for it like I grew up with Ghostbusters you know that was my favorite cartoon um growing up and you know I think I think the ladies are going to come with it and bring something you know special to it I just I think I just don't like how these executives these you know studios are just like rehashing the same shit instead of bringing up new ideas but you know I'm what? with you man amen that's just me man amen. that's just me and actually uh apparently um the second ghostbusters would be directed by the Rousseau brothers uh who did um captain america and also did uh or captain america this the um winter soldier and they are doing Captain America Civil War, and they're also doing the next two Avengers Infinity War movies. See, that's already, I'm like, that's cool, but I like the sensibilities of, like, uh, uh, you know, Harold Ramis taking the reins or something like that. Um, yeah, you, know. He, you know he can't do <laughs> no, that. No, I'm saying you know he before, as far as doing screenplay and stuff like sure. that. Whereas you have now, obviously, you know, much props to Harold Ramis. Yeah. Um, but Paul Feig kind of serving that role being coming from comedic sensibilities rather than an action adventure. Ghostbusters shouldn't be a big blockbuster action adventure bombastic 
no, and movie. I hope it's it should not. be a funny with little quippy lines in here and there, and the action is kind of secondary. So I'm kind of excited that Paul Feig is taking the reins of where an Ivan Reitman and Harold Ramis might have previously, yeah. um, you know, going into the future. So I'm more I'm more hopeful with the Fig version than I am of any kind of Rousseau brothers, what they might do. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it remains to be seen. You know, it, it, it's, I think it'll be a good, good movie and hopefully they don't let us down. You know, yeah. hopefully everyone involved just doesn't let us down because I fucking love those movies. So, um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's the end of this, uh, this segment here. Thanks for lasting. Show's over guys. Show's over. But I, I, I could have, I could have went much longer. We know, we, we know you could have, but there's a time to shut you down, man. No, we, I was trying to shut you down. <laughs> okay, well, we'll I'm settle getting, this off, off, off the mic. I'm getting hot and brothered. <laughs> Thank you. Also, uh, get us at Instagram, Twitter, email at hot and brothered at hot and brothered. One word. Is that it, Gabe? Love you. Okay. Elevate organically. Life begins when the record spins and ends. Blend it into the next with scratches. RJ can fix the canvas. I find the color that matches. Outline the rhyme and increase the content. Blueprint the piece that completes the concept. Sequence the song steps to make it more complex. Soul position in. Soul possession of. Soul position. Hold your breath and listen. While I resurrect these 26 letters. A lesson to beginners that tend to pale and compare.